Welcome to the WellFed Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Gordon. I'm a certified health and nutrition coach with an online private practice on a mission to help women just like you eat well and love their bodies. In this podcast, I'm creating a space where we can chat candidly about what it looks like to be well-fed, not just nutritionally, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome to episode eight of the Wellfed podcast. I'm so jazzed to be chatting with you about grocery shopping today for a few reasons. One, and call me crazy, but I absolutely love grocery shopping. It's like an activity I look forward to all week. I realize that I'm probably in the minority on this one, but give me a shopping list and take me to my favorite grocery store and I'm literally in heaven. I love it for a couple things. Well, I love food and cooking. That's one. And two, I also thrive on organization and preparation. So there you go. The second reason I'm excited to talk about this with you is because grocery shopping can absolutely be a pain point for us. A lot of people view it as a dreadful chore or an overwhelming experience, and it absolutely doesn't have to be. So I want to give you some helpful pointers to make it a less stressful experience. I also want to help you make the best decisions while you're shopping so that you're filling your cart with nutritious and satisfying foods for you and your family. Oh, and I want to help you save a little money, and that's always a great thing, right? I mean, if I could spend all day clipping coupons, I think I would. I used to watch those extreme couponing shows and gawk at the brilliancy and efficacy of master couponers. And while I am far from a master couponer, I do have a few tips to share that will make your wallet very happy. You know, I have a lot of clients with a similar pain point. They want to change their eating habits and set a good example for their family, start making more meals at home, or even start preparing meals in advance to ease the stress of weeknights. But the biggest hangup with this is always, always, always the grocery shopping. I get questions and comments like, okay, do I buy this or do I buy that? How often should I grocery shop? My kids like all of the unhealthy things. What do I do about that? Or things like, I can never get in and out efficiently. Or I always end up overspending, etc., etc. This list could go on. I'm sure you can think of your own grocery shopping hiccups as well. But imagine this with me. You walk into a grocery store with only 30 minutes. You smile underneath your mask, of course. Grab your cart and you get busy. You're prepared and you know exactly what you want and where to find it. You effortlessly navigate the store, excited about the meals ahead throughout the week. You finish with a full and happy cart and waltz up to the checkout line and there's no wait, hallelujah. You check out and come in under budget. You grab your bags and take them to the car. Sanitize your hands with one of the many Bath and Body Works travel side sanitizers in your dash, and you're off to the next thing. It was efficient, it was seamless, it was painless. Wouldn't that be amazing? Especially if it occurred every single time you went to the grocery store. Yes, obviously this sounds like the dream, right? Well, my friend, you and I together can make that your reality. What I need from you right now is simply to believe it's possible and just trust me for a sec. So let's create a game plan together and fully equip you with what you need to make this happen. Are you with me? Okay, 
Number one, we've got to make a list. Now, we want to be smart about this, okay? So that's going to require some preparation on our part. Before we start making a grocery list, let's take inventory and plan out our meals. What you'll do is go through your fridge and pantry. See what you have and what you need. We want to replenish any staples that are depleted, so add those things to your list. To help you with this part, think about what you and your family eat on a regular basis and what you use often. For example, if you eat a sandwich for lunch every day, you want to make sure that you've got enough bread for the week. If you bake quite a bit, you'll make sure all necessary supplies are stocked. Again, we're just taking inventory and replenishing. We'll also take note of what needs to be used up soon. Based on that, you're going to then map out your meals for the week. Try incorporating the foods and ingredients you already have on hand, and then write down what you'll need from the store to complete those meals. So for example, if I've got some chicken and sweet potatoes already at home, then I can add Brussels sprouts, carrots, and quinoa to my list for a meal of roasted chicken and veggies with quinoa salad for dinner. Continue adding to your list as you consider snacks and all meals for the week. You want a plan, so be sure to think through what you and your family will be consuming for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the week. Keep it simple when necessary and try some new things when you have the time. Make sure your list is comprehensive. When we go to the store, we are not straying from that list. This is going to ensure you do not overspend, buy beyond what's necessary, or linger in the store longer than anticipated. You could also, and I do highly recommend this if you have the time, take the list making a step further and do a little research about what's on sale that week at your grocery store. Most grocery stores nowadays have an app, and the app typically includes all sales and even some coupons you can electronically clip. So take a peek and again, see how you can incorporate those sale foods into your meals and snacks. It will just take a little extra planning, but if you keep things simple, it shouldn't take too much time. It could even be a situation where a different brand of the same food product you were already planning on buying is on sale and you'll know that going in and be able to save a couple bucks. Next thing I want you to know, and you probably already know this and I'm just here to reiterate, but never shop on Sunday afternoons because it will be you and literally the rest of America. Now, I get that sometimes it's inevitable, but if you can avoid, then do so. This is the time that groceries across America are the absolute busiest. It's going to make your experience stressful as you try to navigate the crowds and you're also running the risk of things being out of stock. So if you can pivot to a different day or time, I would highly suggest doing so. All right, now let's get you in that grocery store and talk about how to be efficient and strategic when you're there. Oh, and don't forget that list, first and foremost. It's like gold. So when you get there, it's helpful to shop the perimeter first. You may have heard this before. A lot of your whole foods are going to be on the perimeter, as well as a lot of your fridge and freezer staples. Fill your buggy with produce, lean meats, eggs, dairy, and your frozen foods first. Get that done, then weave in and out of the aisles for the rest. When shopping for produce, you'll save money by purchasing fresh, in-season produce and grabbing the out-of-season produce from the freezer section. When buying fresh, out-of-season produce, you're typically going to be paying more for it for that reason. You'll also pay more for anything that is pre-cut or pre-washed, so unless the convenience of that outweighs the financial cost, I do suggest washing and cutting yourself to save some dollars. Another helpful tip when it comes to produce, grab from the back of the shelf. Produce is strategically placed to where the items closer to expiration are at the front. Now, a big question I often get is, should I buy organic 
produce? The simple answer is no, you don't have to. But I do want you to understand what organic means so that you can make that decision for yourself. The word organic refers to the way farmers grow and process agricultural products, such as fruits, vegetables, grains, dairy products, meat, etc. Organic farming practices are designed to meet the following goals. Okay, number one, enhance soil and water quality. Number two, reduce pollution. Number three, provide safe, healthy livestock habitats. Number four, enable natural livestock behavior. And number five, promote a self-sustaining cycle of resources on a farm. What is important to note is that there is limited information to draw conclusions about how organic versus non-organic differences translate into overall health benefits. It does, however, positively impact the environment. The Environmental Working Group, or the EWG, creates lists ranking produce based on the amount of pesticides they contain. The Dirty Dozen includes the fruits and vegetables that tested highest for pesticides, and these would be best to purchase organic if possible. And the Clean 15 lists the produce ranked lowest in pesticides. This list is updated every single year and is extremely helpful when determining which food items to purchase organic. But regardless of if you're purchasing organic or not, be sure to bring all of your produce home, wash it really efficiently before putting in your fridge and consuming. Now, as you're working your way over to the meat section, there are a couple of things to know. You want to prioritize lean meat that is high in protein and lower in fats. Fatty meat contains saturated fats that can potentially be harmful for our health if consumed in excess. Keyword being excess. Please know that everything in moderation can be part of a healthy diet. I'm looking at you, bacon. You always want to make sure you are purchasing high-quality meat, in which case the animals are grass-fed and have not been treated with synthetic hormones, GMOs, or antibiotics. It's better for you and the environment. Once you make your way over to the freezer section, stock up on frozen fruits and vegetables like we previously talked about, as well as any other meats, sides, and breads that your family keeps in the freezer. The thing to know about frozen fruits and vegetables is that they are typically picked at peak ripeness, then flash frozen, meaning most of the nutrients are going to be preserved. It's a great alternative to fresh. Then start weaving in and out of the aisles for things like whole grains, like your rice, quinoa, oats, etc., nuts, seeds, canned goods, and pantry snacks and staples. There's a couple things here that will really help as you're doing this. The first thing is to prioritize whole foods, you know, those one ingredient foods. The second thing is to understand the nutrition and ingredient label. I always recommend flipping the box or package over to take a peek at what's in that food product. Give the ingredients a quick glance and see if you feel good about what's inside. If so, great. If not, try to find a similar product with ingredients that you will jive with. When looking at the nutrition label, you'll ideally want products that are low in added sugars, saturated fats, and sodium. But again, I'll say everything in moderation. Restriction isn't the answer here. Balance is. So make sure you have really wholesome, nutrient-dense foods available at home alongside some other snacks that may be lacking in nutritional value but are a fan fave in your household. On that note, there are a handful of things that will be easier, cheaper, and more nutritious if made at home. For example, salad dressings. Store-bought dressings either have lots of additives and preservatives, or they have great ingredients but are extremely expensive. Salad dressing is one of the easiest things to whip up at home, so Google a recipe and keep it on hand. 
At the end of the day, we want to make sure we are keeping our home stocked with nutritious food, but also really delicious food. Grocery shopping shouldn't be stressful and confusing, so start applying this information. It'll get easier and more natural the more you do it. Remember that it starts at home by taking inventory and making a list. This sets you up for success in the store, so don't skip this part. I actually have a really great meal planning ebook that gives you information about meal prepping and planning efficiently along with templates, grocery lists, and recipes. It's been a valuable asset in my own life, and it's available for purchase on my site at katiegordonhealth.com slash shop dash one. Again, that's katiegordonhealth.com slash shop dash the number one. I hope you've absolutely loved this chat about grocery shopping today and that you take this with you next time you buy groceries. As always, if you have any questions, never hesitate to DM me or email me. I love chatting with you guys. I can't wait to hear about how you have applied this information and how it's made your life so much easier. Until next time we chat, you guys, happy grocery shopping. 